Welcome to a new episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful people from around the world. Today, it is my privilege to welcome Mr. Bond, someone who I've known for a long time, someone who has done an incredible amount of work in the bond market and in the financial market. Sunil Javeri, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ashutosh. Sunil is a leading mutual fund bonds and stock advisory expert in India. He refers to him his, his uh, company as Mr. Bond and he's the author of two books. So Sunil, tell me a little bit about what are the three key milestones in your life or career? Sure. You know, many a times uh, you must have heard this phrase called there are, you always uh, come to a crossroad. Mm-hmm. But the unfortunate part in my career was that I've already always come to a dead end. Uh, and uh, I had to create my own path during those dead ends. So uh, that crossroads have never come in my life. There were always those dead ends. And unfortunately, uh, you know, unfortunately, for no reason whatsoever beyond our control, it was more to do with regulatory issues, etc. So in 1992, when we shifted to Delhi, uh, way back in 1990, uh, I'm from Bombay. Uh, I'm a chartered accountant uh, uh, and a finance student right from day one of my starting of my career. I never practiced as a CA. So we shifted to Delhi in 1992, do a lot of business with these public sector undertakings like ONGC, Indian Oil, Power Finance Corporations, etc. We had huge treasury surpluses. But post Harshad Mehta scam in 1992, they stopped dealing with intermediaries. So that was the first milestone as, I, as, I, as far as I can see where I had to create our, uh, you know, we had to create our own path me and my wife started a company called MSJ Capital and Corporate Services Private Limited in 1994. Mm. Then another, uh, you know, the dead end which came into our life was in 2013 January. Many must be aware that uh, SEBI as a regulator introduced direct as an option for investors to invest through. So they do not need the advice of advisors. You can actually go direct and the expense ratios will be lower. Again, for no fault of us, uh, and I was managing treasuries of only corporate banks and institutions, which was the institutional space. And practically all of them decided to go direct Mm -hmm. on one single day. So 95% of our business, which was built uh, diligently, conscientiously over a period of from 94 to uh, say 2013, went out of the window on one single day. Wow. So those are the two milestones in my life, which were more like dead ends. And I had to bounce back because I had to create my own path, as I said, uh, instead of choosing a, one of the roads, uh, which happens on a crossroad. That's fantastic. So the other way to look at a dead end, so real is to say it, it's a T-junction and you reach that end of one road and then there are two on both sides. So you can turn right or left, which is what you absolutely, absolutely, Absolutely. That's fantastic. So let's move uh, on to Mr. Bond. Tell me about this venture and why you decided on the name? Sure. So in, um, uh, let me explain to you how this name came, uh, got to be attached with my name was because I was only managing treasuries of corporate bonds and institutions, which was primarily on the debt side. Okay. So the, I, so to say, became an expert on the debt markets. And one of the uh, magazines, which was an e-magazine for all the advisors across the country called Wealth Forum, Mm-hmm. The founder of that Vijay Venkatraman, uh, he gave me the name Mr. Bond, as in bonds and stocks. Yeah. So he gave me a column saying that Mr. Bond speaks. Uh, so that's where all the 
queries on the bond stocks mutual fund debt side etc started getting um, published my articles started getting published there that name stuck with me and then when we as i said i was at a dead end uh, in 2013 and as you rightly said right or left uh, i chose the path uh, you know there are obstacles in our journey either you treat obstacles as obstacles and you know brood about how the fate has been very very unfair to you etc or you treat obstacles as instructions to move forward and i i did exactly that i wanted to move forward okay and that was a journey which uh, you know i i went to all the um, mutual fund ceos and said let me start training your relationship managers who come to visit us because they used to make loose statements saying sir short term acha lag raha hai gsec is looking very good because it has delivered 100% in last one month and so on and so forth the story is behind us and we are trying to sell something which is not there unfortunately that's fantastic so, so you know when i was when i was uh, reading about you i was thinking when i started you know working and i had a little surplus money we used to go and put money in equities much a small and we used to make some money lose some money today the market has virtually shifted to mutual funds or very large amount including you know i think the government is pushing mutual funds sahi hai with every cricketer and so on and so forth for our viewers and listeners tell me the difference between equity and mutual fund see equity is basically you need to be uh, really on the on the job to, uh, to understand why you buying that equity you cannot buy equities based on hearsay and you know your cocktail party conversations and tips so i always say that tips are for waiters not for investors Perfect. so please keep that in mind uh, because uh, what your friends and family have invested and made some money on one uh, stock or the other mm-hmm. uh, they will really talk about it and exaggerate uh, you know their profits etc but where they lost uh, money on those 10 stocks they will not uh, talk about it at all so as i uh, you know stocks is a very very difficult uh, um, game if you wish to uh, invest your own money yourself mm-hmm. i have been in the finance industry for the last 35 years i do not have a demat account Wow. I do not buy shares and stocks directly. I would rather go through the mutual fund route. I apply my strategies, mm-hmm. and that really uh, is good enough as far as the investors' requirements and needs are concerned. Mm-hmm. And according to me, mutual fund uh, products and uh, the transparency levels are so huge right now that anything and everything in terms of your needs can be fulfilled from the mutual fund route itself. Very interesting. So, what are the risks associated with mutual funds then? so risk are uh, like the same if you were to invest in equity the risk of the market volatility will always be there uh, on the debt side you have to understand that if you are coming from a fixed deposit mindset mm-hmm. uh, the debt side also can be volatile uh, and as people have seen that there can be credit credit risk also there can be interest rate risk also and there can be liquidity risk also mm-hmm. but having said that uh, uh, you know the benefit of diversification uh, which is inherent in the mutual fund products is what helps the investors to ride through these uh, risks also and of course the professional management the research behind it etc mm. so for example if uh, if i want to buy uh, a healthcare stock what you are saying is that instead of going buying one sh- uh, share of a pharmaceutical company buy a mutual fund that invests in a whole basket of healthcare companies absolutely but i i would go one step further because that's also a risk by the way by getting into a sectoral space unless and until you know 
when to exit out of that sector uh, there's no point in your investing because on paper you will see phenomenal profits uh, because the healthcare sector or the pharma sector has done well over the last two years or so but if you do not exit at the right times it's all paper profits for you so i i always recommend to the investor that get into a multi cap kind of a story where the fund manager will decide the sector the fund manager will decide large cap mid cap small cap and so on and so forth So now tell me, you know, I've often uh, asked this for many questions, uh, many uh, advisors, and I would ask you the same thing. Most of us who are putting money into mutual funds also have multiple classes of assets, which includes property, which includes gold and jewelry, which includes uh, art. Why is it that the last three or the four are never considered uh, worth managing? Uh. it's a very very important and valid question you know the unfortunate part is that we treat um, uh, the jewelry which you own or the property which you own as a multi generation asset so that's the reason why you never look at it on a day to day basis but financial assets which also should be treated as multi generation has never looked at as multi generation but it's looked at as if it's going to get over within my own generation So I want to protect my capital. That's the first thought when it comes to your financial assets, mm. which includes your fixed deposits, your mutual fund investments, and so on and so forth. Mm. But please understand that there is a beneficiary who can take that journey forward for the next thirty, forty, fifty years also. Right. So the way you don't look at your property prices—have you ever had a conversation with your family and said, "Oh, today the property prices have gone through the roof, so let's sell the house and let's get into a rented accommodation"? It never happens. but because that net asset value which is declared getting declared on a day to day basis uh, we tend to look at our financial assets portfolios uh, regularly and that's where the investor behavior comes into play the greed and the fear factor come into play unnecessary action bias comes into play and that's where investors most of the times do not make money you know this is the first time someone has explained to me this difference of multi generational i had never thought of it but that's a great explanation So you know, Sunil, you are in the business of money, where a huge amount of trust is needed to be able to, you know, rely on everything that you are saying. What are the values that you have built into your business? Sure, you know, Mukesh Ambani gave a very interesting speech in an entrepreneurs uh, forum, and for the entrepreneurs, that uh, he lives by two uh, basic principles. One is finding problem is more important than finding solutions. and the second one is treat your investors money as your own money and i exactly live by what he has said uh, i find uh, many problems in the mutual fund industry in the wealth advisory space also and that's when i started challenging the wisdom of the you know the traditional wisdom which we were told buy and hold sip karo bhul jao do not time the markets etc and that's where i found that this is the root cause of all the problems i asked the advisory community that did you buy and hold when the markets corrected by 60% during 2008 9 mm-hmm. the answer is clearly no we also panicked then how do you expect your investors to buy and hold during such volatile times correct if buy and hold was supposed to work and last 25 years we've been speaking about it then how come statistics reveal that investors stay invested in equities and asset class for not more than 2 to 3 years so I, you know investors money if you treat it as your own money first of all mm-hmm. my my funda is very clear if the answer to the question will i invest my own money in this asset class or this scheme mm-hmm. is no i will not take my investors money into that asset class or that scheme simple okay 
that's that's a great answer so you know when i was reading about you you were made you know there was a comment which said that you had predicted the meltdown in march 2020 tell me more about this no i i have not predicted the meltdown of march 2020 but i apply common sense in logic okay first time in the industry somebody has spoken about exit strategy Okay. No, we have been creating Abhimanyu's who are stuck in equity chakra view, and nobody has spoken to them in terms of when should they exit or when should they do profit booking. Okay, you know that Diwali is round the corner, and yeah. you know a lot of people play cards during Diwali period. So let's understand the mindset of a Diwali cards player versus an investor. So if you go with ten thousand rupees and if you make five thousand rupees while playing cards, what do you do with that five thousand rupees? You give it to your spouse and say, "I will only play with that ten thousand rupees." that is exactly the mindset of an investor but unfortunately nobody still told him when should they exit so that's the time when i started challenging this traditional wisdom of buy and hold and sip karo bhul jao and i started creating my own exit strategies from sip there are only three ways of investing in equity lump sum sip systematic investment or systematic transfer i created an exit strategy on paper uh because i had to back test it uh, and i created calculators from 2014 onwards mm-hmm. uh and i started playing around with numbers and the you know i converted markets into three zones the red yellow and the green zone the expensive reasonable and cheap valuation zone and based on that uh, we created a solution which said when the markets are expensive go to, go into a conservative asset class and when the markets are cheap go back to aggressive asset class so this cycle of moving from aggressive to conservative and vice versa is what i created on paper then i converted that into a transaction platform and trigger driven investment solution so my platform is a b2b platform where advisors get their investors to invest through this trigger driven solutions my trigger of exit happened in july 2017 okay. to exit out of equity and get into a, a dynamic asset allocation fund or any other conservative fund okay. from july 2017 to march 2020 markets were in absolutely red zone which was a, the expensive zone but the underlying what people don't realize is that mid caps and small caps were bleeding only 10 stocks of nifty 50 were doing well because of the uh, liquidity which was driving the market and that's the reason you are seeing nifty scaling newer heights okay. and sure enough for since the markets were fragile there, there was no fundamental backing to it corona virus just became an excuse and march 2020 markets corrected by 40% because we were in dynamic asset allocation fund we avoided the entire meltdown uh, and we started and, and the the second call which happened through our system was on 23rd and 24th of march which became the green zone for us mm-hmm. and that was system driven so i have not done anything uh, magical is just that i apply common sense logic i have created these solutions and that's what is guiding the investors and the advisors well i guess they all say common sense is the most important factor if you want to be able to you know play the market and make money out of it so let's speak about you know we just referred to it in the beginning about mr bond speak i know that you are you know followed by many people what you say is listened to by a lot of people tell me about this mr bond speak venture no so mr bond speak was just uh, as i said a column which was given by wealth forum um, to g- write my articles and share my thoughts so whenever there was any crisis in 2013 when gspl defaulted and amtec auto defaulted etc mm. uh, so that's the time when you know people used to uh, sorry in 2016 and in 2013 there was an income fund fiasco 
they used to come to me to you know do, give my thoughts and bring sanity back into the system so that's how it started but uh, then uh, i realized that uh, and once i started doing this uh, lecture series where i have trained as i said 60000 ifs across the length and breadth of the country by going physically to these cities they used to come back and tell me sir i we've never heard anybody speak like you because i was not just an academician i was a practitioner who was sharing my experiences so they said sir aap you become my mentor uh, and if you can guide me on how do i take my investors journey forward okay that gave me the idea of that you know sitting in gurgaon i cannot mentor people physically uh, in different parts of the country so that gave me an idea of creating a platform which is www.mrbond.in which is m i s t e r b o n d .in i got that domain um, uh, thanks to my son's suggestion younger one's suggestion uh, we registered it and by the way mr bond is a registered trademark in india and oh, there wow. is only one mrs bond that's my wife uh, as far as uh, indian context is concerned okay terrific that's terrific and you know i think that also probably led you to uh, train so many people i mean you trained over 60000 independent financial advisors absolutely and uh, last uh, 10000 i would have done during this lockdown period itself and that gave me an immense opportunity of interacting with larger crowds because that you know the zoom uh, and all the other platforms which are there on the digital side mm. have really helped my my line of uh, business okay. uh, in terms of reaching out to wider audiences in terms of reaching to even the investors at large because we've done youtube live uh, and where 1500 2000 people have attended the programs mm. so that really helped us during this lockdown period so our you know the entire gam fortunately for us because of our uh, videos which i create so ours our mr bond dot in has five verticals one is the videos uh, on different topics in the mutual fund industry so i call it netflix of the mutual fund industry then the my articles then we have got calculators to help them in different as different tools mm-hmm. uh, transaction platform and trigger driven investment solutions so that's the gambit which we have uh, provided as far as these uh, advisors are concerned with uh, they subscribe to it and then they guide their investors perfect so one more question before i move to some personal questions for you you know everyone likes to make money and we all over the years have made money lost money this is the generation of the millennials and the gen z's who don't want to own any assets what is your thought on how are they reacting to the financial industry very interesting take uh, you know i think that covid is going to be uh, uh, bringing some sanity back into those their thinking of not living for the future but uh, living in the present uh, it's more to do with instant gratification rather than uh, you know a uh, delayed gratification you know as our forefathers used to say save for the rainy day mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately that's not being followed by the youngsters but uh, you know if you guide your uh, your kids or your it it can actually happen that they can start saving from the uh, for the rainy day from day one of starting of their career okay. when my elder son started his article ship with ey from that meager internship uh, that uh, you know what he used to get as uh, the money which uh, for those article ship uh, the stipend as they call it i made sure that he started investing in sip format uh, from day one of starting of his career okay. and by now he's already a chartered accountant uh, and working with uh, nbfc one of the well known nbfcs in mumbai mm-hmm. and within a span of a very short period of time 
he has amassed a sizable chunk of money as far as in uh, you know his wealth is concerned beyond what we would have saved for him mm-hmm. so it is the question of un- making uh, the millennial understand the importance of saving and investing see what i say is the wealth creation is a by product of your saving and investing habits mm-hmm. it, it cannot happen automatically and during this covid period people would have realized the importance of first of all saving and because there are hardly any expenses which are happening currently i'm sure they are saving a lot of money but i would only urge that they should invest that money also very nice so i've got time for a few questions for you personally so neil you've uh, as you said uh, you know hit many roadblocks successful entrepreneur built a large portfolio what does success mean to sunil success means that if i have made a, a difference in the lives of my advisors who are my customers right now and that uh, is success to me if it brings smile on their face uh, i have got many many messages when march correction was avoided totally you know people have gone to the extent of saying sir aap bhagwan ho i said i am not no god i am just a no common uh, man who has used his common sense and logic i don't get swayed by this uh, authority bias of various people saying that market is going to be, go to 45000 or 50000 and so and so forth these predictions are uh, you no know, useless so i don't go by all that for me success is that if i am able to make a difference in the lives of the others uh, and that gets acknowledged on social media or on public platforms that to me is a huge achievement as far as i am concerned and my follow up question to that is that you keep doing so many different things where do you get your inspiration from i don't have any uh, one uh, particular person but i think life has been my inspiration life has been my teacher and life has given me lots of experiences good bad ugly mm. but i have always taken the positive side of it i am a very positive person so i never get bogged down with the negativity around me mm. i surround myself with positive people positive thoughts and that's what goes me to move on in life wonderful so i've got to ask you my last question now you know you just gave me the example of your son and how you started him off on his sip journey what would your advice be to the thousands of young people who listen to your and my conversation on how to start an investment portfolio yeah so investment portfolio is first of all as i said you know most basic thing is uh, start saving you know you should have at least Uh, most of the younger generation are actually living with their parents currently especially during this pandemic time so they may not be paying any rent uh, they are not spending any money on the outings also currently mm-hmm. so all this is where we start saving and investing is an extremely important point mm-hmm. but more importantly i would like to give three life lessons which indra noi had pointed out mm-hmm. and i have lived my life exactly on those three life lessons one was the you know be a lifelong student i have been a lifelong student i don't get carried away with this authority bias hearsay and whatsapp forwards etc i'm and be patient uh, be extremely passionate about what you do you know i'm as passionate i i had done a road show where i had to travel nine cities over 11 days and conducted almost 25 lectures uh, during those uh, uh, 11 days so i am extremely passionate about what i do and that uh, shows in my work also and the third and the most important thing is empower others beneath you and that's what i have start uh, believed in and that's the reason why i changed my line of course i was forced to change my line but uh, i i converted myself into trainer uh, to start with these advisors the relationship managers the wealth managers of banks 
and uh, and public at large is what i'm trying to do by giving my experiences and my sharing my thoughts with them wonderful sunil thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you i wish you mr bond all your financial advisors lots and lots of success thank you so much for having me on the show ashutosh and uh, i i wish you also all the success because you are also doing a great job thank you so much thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals you can also follow us on youtube facebook instagram and twitter just search for the brand called you